You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, we love the CarCast, and uh, we love the best of the CarCast, and we love cars. We've got a lot of good stuff coming in uh, 2020. I'm talking about maybe doing some professional racing in Europe, doing an event or two. I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, of course, anywhere we go, we'll bring the crew and we'll film it. We'll document it. We'll get it. All the highs and the lows that come with auto racing and all keep you abreast of all the projects working on so many cars now and so many projects and so much goods coming. So thanks for uh, keeping up with us. First betonline.ag. We've got the NFL weekly pick em charity contest. Everyone final week of the regular season. Big playoff implications. Visit betonline.ag. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Use the promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. Matchups. Week 17, Chicago, Minnesota, Tennessee at Houston, San Fran at Seattle, Pittsburgh at Baltimore. You got the uh, oh, you got the Clippers and the Lakers on Christmas Day as well. Got 500 bucks in rewards to give out each week to five listeners and a $5,000 season-long charity contest. Join the conversation, and you can do it uh, by doing hashtag on Twitter, hashtag SportsNetChallenge. Uh, use the promo code PODCAST1. Receive a 50% sign-up bonus. Do it today. BetOnline.ag. Let's have a little fun. It's getting to the end of the season. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Hey, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea. And Adam is on his way in. He's running a little bit late. But we're going to go ahead and get started without him. And his uh, resolution uh, wasn't to be on time, I guess. Right? I guess, right. Well, it was, it was dressed for success, but not necessarily show up on time, right? Uh, by the way, this is the first time in like eight years where I've been in here and he wasn't quite in here yet ready to go. Uh, maybe it's because he didn't have another podcast this morning. I think he's figuring out how to tie his tie. Well, then we need more time. I'm going to show him. I've tied his tie for him literally every time we've gone to an event. Every time we've gone to an event. He comes over. He's like, can you tie my tie? I was like, sure, boss. We got it. <laughs> um, anyway, we're jo- joined here with uh, Alexander Rossi and Connor Daly. How are you guys? Good, man. Indie drivers. Mm-hmm. Right? You guys know the names. But you guys are somehow teamed up to do a tv show as well not necessarily car related we're going to get into the car stuff for sure <laughs> but let's talk about the amazing race how did you guys so the amazing race this big competition tv show i've seen it a few times it seems pretty intense uh you guys teamed up on this show how did you guys end up pairing up on this well uh you know the Verizon indycar series does an amazing job of kind of pushing us um, as drivers to different media outlets. And, um, you know, our fellow competitor, James Hinchcliffe, was on Dancing with the Stars last season. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they, they have a history of kind of doing this in the off season to, to help further our profiles and the sports profile. So they came to us and um, they asked if we were interested. And I had never really watched the show before. I had heard about it and knew about it, but um, didn't know really the details of it. And uh, I was living with Connor at the time. <laughs> and known him for a really long time, and, and it just made sense to, to go try and do it with him. So you guys were just roommates, and you happen to be well, – I mean, you guys are racing together, and you're roommates. Are your teammates? No. No, yeah, we're, we're competitors. Competitors, yeah. yeah. We, we were <laughs> this season. <laughs> okay. 
so you guys were roommates, and then uh, uh, Indy said, hey, I've got this idea. We talked to the producers of the show. This is going to be fantastic. You guys are going to team up. And I, I haven't che- haven't seen the first episode yet. Like it just aired. Yeah. And then what? Did they, like, did they drop you out of a helicopter into Vietnam and like ready to go? Oh, or exactly. That sounds yeah, great. We, yeah. we refought the war, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, no, the, was the first wild, episode man. was in Iceland. Yeah. And so we left from uh, New York, went to Iceland. Because I know they're always like in wacky places. And I was just yeah. wondering, yeah. like, did you get the wacky place or you're like, you, you guys are doing San Francisco this year? Well, I think I, I, like Iceland was awesome. Like it wasn't like necessarily some gypsy destination where, you know, there was a bunch of crazy stuff that we had to do it was just like wow this place is beautiful like what a you know it was sort of um i guess it spoiled us because uh you know you never know what might be next but uh it, it was started off with a beautiful destination and some cool stuff like i had to hang him out over a waterfall and stuff like that and try and tow him back in after he got a clue so there was some cool stuff that we got to do episode one yeah it was and it we was made a, it through we didn't get eliminated yeah so which was good. which was good <laughs> i mean it was a little bit of a uh, like he like he alluded to, I mean, I was a little disappointed that Iceland was our first one because um, obviously we can't <laughs> say how far we went on the show. But the other destination uh, that we went to was was definitely not as great. So how they, many, they spoiled us on, how, on round one. For so sure. just in format of the show, how many destinations do do contestants go through throughout the season? Let's say it's twelve episodes, but that doesn't mean there's twelve destinations. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, is right. is in past seasons do they do they do Six destinations, four no, destinations. It'll be like ten to twelve, I'd say. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's usually like like at least nine to twelve countries. Seems or like 10 a lot to of travel. It's uh, that's the that yeah. I mean, we spent a month filming, and it's like that's the longest part. You know, we just watched an episode that was yeah. trimmed down to an hour, and we're like, well, we spent like fourteen hours in Iceland, and it was like there was so much stuff going on. Actually, and it's just boom, cut a, like a that. month doesn't sound like enough time. No, it, it wasn't, man. To like, film yeah. a bunch of episodes, no, we were and, we were in an airplane a lot, sleeping on airport floors. I mean, you're you're yeah. always on the go, and um, that's what Wild. makes the show so challenging. Because obviously, the farther you go, um, the more condensed it gets towards towards the end, and. Uh, it's 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 definitely a challenge, but I think us as racing drivers, we had a bit of an advantage on other teams um, because we're so used to the travel. Some of these teams have never yeah. left the United States before, so for us yeah. waking up in in a different time zone, in a different hotel bed, like it, it doesn't really phase us. You know, in in competitive racing with a lot of competitive sports, there's always it's it's so competitive. Like when you're on the track, but for the most part, like. Most of the people are friends with everybody. We're all supporting the same thing. Everybody yeah. loves racing. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody loves the fans that are out there. Kind of the same thing if you're playing baseball or whatever. That being said, after you guys do a show like The Amazing Race, are you still friends? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> is, it, is, it, sure. is it worse now or is it better than before? You're like, I'm really sorry I, I dropped you. Same. I think it's the same, man. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, all of us get frustrated. <laughs> like, both of us get frustrated by the same thing. So, like, if we were both – if, we, if like, I was mad, he was mad. So, like, both of us were just, like – there's just so many unknowns that you come across and there's so many things that we've never done before that's, like, so far out of our comfort zone and just our realm of brain power that was just like, oh, well, this is – this sucks because we don't know right. how to do it at first. But you, no matter what, you have to do it, like because yeah. well, you know you got like, a prize on the line and you got to make you know got to make America proud and all your families <laughs> and stuff like that. It's not like I he he was miserable because it was fifteen degrees in Iceland and it was cold and I was loving it. Like right, there was none of that. Right, I mean, it's fifteen is miserable. No matter it it what. just sucked yeah. for both <laughs> yeah, of us, or it was great for both yeah, of us, right? Yeah. So and that was the other interesting thing. You're you're completely cut off from all sort of the out the outside world. You yeah, don't communication. Have any no phone. Form, nothing. Yeah. So the only person you're either 
now a month sounds to... like a long time. Yeah. You can't yeah. talk to anybody, no, really. No. Like, like, it yeah. was such a relief when you get to a hotel room and there was a channel in English. Yeah, like one, like yeah. a television to see. Yeah. Because that's like other contact with, I don't know, the world. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like you, you either commiserate with that person or you celebrate <laughs> with that person. So, yeah. I mean, we, we uh, had many... Many conversations just about the same thing. How, yeah. So I, I kind of want to see a little bit if you guys have something. Um, I kind of want to see what it's gonna, what it looks like, and then we'll <laughs> talk about this episode because it aired already. Yeah. Um, but uh, but how does it, how does this work? Like, because you guys have a lot on the line as drivers as well. Do you have to go to your team owner and your sponsor and go? By the way. We're going to do the show. We're going to go to Iceland and some other wacky places, and we're going to hang well, from ropes, and it's going to be you super have, cold. You have to disappear and... without really telling people why. Like, obviously, yeah. you tell yeah. the team why. Like, our owners knew, yeah. But beyond that? So the like, rest of the team are like, God, these dicks haven't shown up in a while. Well, no. Like, they never call in. They don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, they don't a, respond to a, my emails. A I mean, bit, come on. A little, I mean... bit, a little bit like that. Like, <laughs> the, the team had to tell, like, my, my main sponsor, Napa, like, he can't do any appearances, but we can't tell you why. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. four weeks. And they're like, He's I, on a fact-finding mission. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm on a soul-searching adventure yeah. backpacking across Europe. After yeah. like 30 days, you get an email from, from your publicist or manager, and they're like, by the way, Napa said don't cash any of their yeah. checks because <laughs> they haven't seen you in a month. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you got to be careful with that. Let's, uh, let's take a quick look at – this is what? This is like a teaser for the season or is this a – I believe this is the trailer for the season. All right. Let's nice. take a look at this real quick. I don't think. I'm used to this because I put on race suits. So it's exactly what he normally wears. Just another day at the office. This looks dope. I don't even know what I'm looking for. There's an F right there. There's an F. How about that right there? The driver, he seems like he's been driving the off-roads of Iceland since he was a child. Every puddle he saw, he just slammed into it. <laughs> so we're watching you guys in a UTV roll around through some water. and Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just, you know, stuff like that. I mean, we wish to it. Like, I wish I could have driven that myself. Like, sadly, they didn't give us the controls of that vehicle, sadly. But Do you, though? You know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That looked like that was Were fun. your hands not full enough trying to s- spell? Yeah, it was. I mean, I struggled with that challenge. I First did. of all, the location does look nice. Yeah, it I mean, looks it's cold, cool. but it looks. Oh, man, I will go back to Iceland right? any day. Yeah, yeah but beautiful. the thing was. But like, like with like some rally cars yeah, and some exactly. heaters. Just like, like that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was soaking wet after that challenge, like literally head to toe drenched in, you know, freezing weather. And I, obviously, there was no time to, you know, stop. But we yeah. just kept going. You just got to keep rolling. We jumped back in our car. We're soaking wet, freezing. And then for the next five hours until we finished the leg of the race, you're just drenched. <laughs> yeah. Living it's, the dream. <laughs> it seems like it seems like that uh, you get sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, yeah. Well, we, yeah, somehow we survived, thankfully. It was amazing that we didn't – yeah, I don't think we ever had – you know, it's it's more of like a, a like a thing. It seems like you're going to get sick is when you're doing that, and then your immune system weakens, and then you get on a plane with a whole bunch of other people, and that's that's when it kicks in. <laughs> right, but yeah, I mean that yeah. that looks uh, <laughs> that looks uh, uh, pretty crazy. So quickly tell us real quick because the episode aired on Wednesday, and uh, we're listening to this. Everybody's listening to this on Friday or, or after. So next uh, next Wednesday, you guys are going to be on again. 
what happened a little bit in that episode that we missed last night. Are these the gay guys from The Amazing Race? <laughs> these are the guys, yeah. They always have that gay couple. <laughs> that, hey, right, man. I tell I'm you what. I'm fine with it. Right when they you. walked in, they said they were roommates before the, before the event. So we like, did okay. get some of those assumptions. <laughs> good to see you guys. Sorry, I'm, too, uh, sorry I'm late. We've just been talking yeah, about The Amazing Race around, stuff. Man. We didn't even get in the good car stuff yet. But the Amazing Race... <laughs> I, I got to say, I feel like that show has been nominated more than any other show for Emmys. I'm not sure how many they've taken home, but yeah. every single they do, yeah. year that show gets an Emmy nod. So uh, it's because of you. amazing people like us. <laughs> wow! Yeah, look, All right. jeez. <laughs> the the fact that uh, those guys and and then Project Runway wins, and then I get this. <laughs> Because yeah. that show sucks. Uh, <laughs> That's not a destination. So should we? Like no. You want to talk? We're done with Amazing Race. You we were talk racing. We, we are. We just wanted. Uh, we were just touching on what happened. The first episode aired this past Wednesday, and uh, no, no real spoiler here because you could have already seen it. They made it through the first episode. We can't talk about how far they gone after that. But there's a couple things in the episode. If there's that you, yeah, we ran around in the mud for a bit. We th- we threw him out over a waterfall and then uh, drank a shot of vodka. And he had to eat, drink fish oil. And uh, and then yeah, and then we finished fifth. So. <laughs> They had to do this bad. for a month. That's yeah. pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Got to talk to this super hot, like, fit chick that probably mm. could have beat up all of us. And then, yeah. Not probably. Definitely. Definitely could have, like, <laughs> yeah. we had, ripped our heads off. We have this weird relationship with vomiting, <laughs> which is you spend most of your life trying not to vomit, but then there's a portion of your life where you're actually trying to get people to vomit. Like, oh, I'll give you $10 to eat this. Eat this stick of butter. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you $10, yeah. dude. Or, or that bed for like, nobody can drink a gallon of milk. Right. You know? I did that. I, we did it with a bunch of guys. Everyone just yak. Yeah. But why Why wouldn't you? It's entertainment. Modern entertainment. Oh, they tried to get us to do that, though, because like I took this shot of what's called uh, Black Death or like fire water or something. And then we had to like run to the next destination. I consider myself an alcoholic beverage consumer, you know, as a male gentleman here. And and I was I was gonna die. I thought I was I was running and my chest was on fire and so that was that was probably the motivation, but it didn't happen. It did for quite a few people. Yeah, actually some people did vomit. So but I think four people threw up when they got to the mat, yeah. <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, that, um, that's how you're going to train for the next driving season. You're going to take exactly. you're going to take a shot of Black Death, and you're going to yeah. do 500 laps around. So, Indy, I mean, Indy's <laughs> yeah. not 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 tomorrow, but it's coming up, right? It's May, Month of April, May, Memorial Day weekend. May, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been I've been taking a <clears throat> a deep dive into into Indy because I've been working on this Willie T. Ribs documentary. Oh, yeah. No way, that's awesome, and it's really cool. And I had no idea about how deep it got into qualifying. The qualifying is kind of the crazy part. I mean, the race is, we all know about the race, but the qualifying, making the cut at Indy is pretty insane, especially if you don't have a lot of money to work with, especially yeah. if you don't have a whole lot of a backup car or money for a lot of backup engines and stuff like that. It's kind of a, a crazy story. The cut, the low yeah. rent, the guys that aren't, Big time sponsorship and whatnot, yeah. ma- making the cut for just the field. It was wild back in the day. I mean, there were 60, 70 cars that were trying to make the event, and you'd have guys, you know, guys were crashing, people were dying every on the weekend, and just, boom, putting another driver in another car just trying to make the field, because that, pe- that, was, that was the way to make money, you know what I mean? It was wild. I think, uh, let's see, so Connor, your stepdad is Doug Bowles? Yes. Yes, indeed. I- I think he's in our documentary. <laughs> Probably. He's a fresh-faced uh, uh, 
dad type or something? He's, he's president of the Speedway. Find me a picture of Doug Bowles, and I'll say if we're, we've interviewed. Uh, pretty sure Doug he, Bowles is in our is in our, man. our doc. But um, and uh, and Alexander, you won in 2016 as a rookie. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, unbelievable. And the hundredth running. Yeah, that's Doug Bowles. Yeah, he's in our. <laughs> there he yeah, is. That's him. He's in our documentary. He just looked him up. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. <laughs> Thanks. He's a great man. Yeah. So, uh, and then, as as Willie would tell me, everyone would go to Arizona and do a lot of testing and stuff like that before they ended up uh, at Indy. But I'm not sure why Arizona. It's because it's the only fair weather oval yeah. in the beginning of the year before May. I, mean, I see. And they always used to say that if your car worked well at Phoenix, it would work well at Indy. So that was certainly what I I remember. They, uh, they I don't think that to, applies uh, now, though. No, not anymore. But in the back in the day, like when AJ and those guys, Mario, everyone would used to test at Phoenix because if you had a good car there, you'd have a good car at Indy. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like. Uh, you know, baseball going to Florida. You know, yeah. the Mets yeah. are in Florida. Everyone's in Florida. Just they need the weather. They need the yeah. they need the environment. Um, so, when does the season start? When is our first? What's the first race of the season? Uh, St. Pete in uh, beautiful Florida, uh, early March. I think like second weekend of March or something, something like that. We don't really pay that much. And then no uh, we get out. <laughs> they just go where they tell. Yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> we get out to Long Beach in what April? April. Yeah, beginning that? of April. Yeah. yeah, love Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach is great, great because yeah. of the it's, event, it's a right? Event, yeah, for yeah. sure for us. Is it because I, I, I would say to people all the time, you know, when they go, uh, you know, what's so cool about the Long Beach? You're doing like a celebrity race or something like that. I said you can get a track day at Willow Springs for you and your seven jack off buddies. Yeah, there's nobody in the stands. There's <laughs> yeah. no jumbotron. There's no Takati girls. <laughs> there's barely a bathroom. There's barely a bathroom. <laughs> it's like, there's not it, a it's lot. It's just you and your jack off buddies in, yeah. a, in a spec Miata going in a circle. Like it, it's fine. It's yeah. still fun, but it's not jumbotron. It's not no. Miata. I mean, it's not not Takati girls. Exactly. Like it's not. No, it's, there's not people hanging on the balconies of the buildings and screaming with banners. And oh, yeah, and, when you go down Shoreline and. You you see the grandstands are filled with people. It's just <laughs> yeah. it's a it's an element that you could never buy at a track day. Yeah. Oh yeah. We love Long Beach. And then you can walk and get lobster. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Or go to Hooters. <laughs> you could it's go awesome. to Hooters yeah. as well. Is yeah. is Long Beach one of the better I mean, obviously Indy gets, you know, two hundred thousand people or, or more, but is Long Beach one of the better attended events? On the indie schedule, I believe factually it's probably our second highest attendance. I think you know indie's obviously three hundred thousand plus, whatever, like you said. And then Long Beach, I think over the weekend is at least a six figure attendance, which is oh no, just it's awesome. Yeah, it's mid one hundreds. I think yeah. St. Pete's probably third. Yeah, right. Um, they it's just it's it's just an event, yeah. and well, it's it's people like to party out here. You know what right. I mean? So that's a party. Well, and on top of that, I mean the the street races are pretty badass. So yeah. Like I mean, it's you're racing race cars through city streets, and I mean that's. That's cool, right? I mean, no matter how the sport evolves or fan bases evolve, that's race cars on the on your commute to work. So. Yeah, and the the racing line. If you're on the racing line at Long Beach, you're just up against brick barriers, pretty much. Like exactly. you're kind of up against them as you turn in and you're turning out. Mm-hmm. And if you're six feet away from the wall, then you're off the racing line. You got to be. Ten inches from the wall, and then you're on the racing line on half the turns on that place. So that makes it 
definitely exciting. Yeah, and it's got, well, it's the tightest turn in all of motorsport, too, the last hairpin there. I mean, that's, for us, that's, you know, it's like a 30-mile-an-hour corner, and then all of a sudden we're doing 186 down at the end of the straight, so... It's yeah, a, it's a I was getting ride. angry about that turn uh, the other night, Mike. <laughs> I mean, Matt, I don't know if you – I was just sitting around thinking about that. Just, just getting, getting angry just randomly? Just... From your celebrity race experiences? Well, because yeah. the, thing, <laughs> the thing about the goddamn – that goddamn hairpin at the, at the end of the, the beginning of Shoreline is – if some asshole wants to dive in, <laughs> yeah. they can dive in. Yeah. But they're not going to get out of it without putting you into the wall or putting themselves in a wall. And it, it's, it's, it's a kind of a, it's, it's agreement. Yeah. It's yeah. an agreement that you have to have out there, which is everyone has to go left, swing out, and set up. If you want to be a dickhead and dive in, you can dive in, but you're cheating. <laughs> <Yeah>. You're fucking <laughs> cheating because then when you come out, the person who you're coming into now has to negotiate you and the fucking wall, and you throw everything off. And it's such bullshit, and it's like some kind of yardstick to measure people's personalities like yeah. hey look everyone else is swinging out left I'll, who's ahead of me <laughs> yeah i'll just dive in and then we'll see what happens in a second and three tenths well right. usually what happens in a is, huge pile and then they, no, yeah. no one can race anymore look, because they've yeah. all just well parked if each you other. guys think yeah, it's tough a couple of choice. my choice was you either get into an accident <laughs> or you give the person room exactly. oh you have you have me yeah. diving in. See, you think it's tough in Indy cars. You should try to sign on FRS I'm against Wanda Sykes. Second place in this goddamn race, and look what happens. Did so you sorry. get lunged? Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> fine. This is a great way for us to not finish the race and to let uh, Alfonso Ribeiro go unchallenged for the next seven laps. You just dive. You just come way. Uh, fuck that, Derek yeah. Torres. Like, fuck you. That's horrible driving. And sorry, you're a chick. No one wants to say anything. That's fucking horrible driving. You've driven this track a hundred times. That's fucking bullshit. Show me that again. It makes me angry every goddamn time. Trying to come in second or even first in this fucking race you dove in and you took us both out of the race we I'm right can't, there with you. you first off those are mo hold on for a second those are momentum cars if you don't get out of that god that things have a 160 horsepower yeah. <laughs> if you don't get out of that goddamn hairpin with some momentum you will be 20 miles an hour slower at the end of that goddamn shoreline <laughs> and if and look at us play it slow we're coming to a goddamn stop at the beginning of this uh, my car is now <laughs> steering at the wall I'm facing the wall because th <laughs> she couldn't stop cutting in on me. And by the way, uh, Max Pappas, who's no slouch behind the wheel, is now coming up behind you. And now he's bumping me in the bumper because you couldn't take the fucking racing line. <laughs> Man. Jesus Christ. So who was this? <laughs> Dara Torres. Dara Torres. Yeah. an Olympic mm. swimmer? She yeah. did yeah. it two laps in a row. Two yeah. fucking laps in a row. She did that and took us both out. And, of course, and if, if Max I, Pappas is laughing like a madman. He's like, okay, these two idiots want to do this. I'll just fucking... Of all people to respect lane protocol, you yeah. think a swimmer would swimmer, be swimmer, right? Yeah. 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 I if she hops lanes when she swims. Well, I bet she did. Man. Jesus Christ. Now, look, I get it. You'd like to be ahead of me. That's fine. Yeah. You have to find a place to pass. It's reasonable. You can't just dive in and take us both out times two goddamn laps in a row. 
I was just going down that shoreline, and now Max Pappas is banging on me from behind. He was <laughs> he was a hundred feet behind me, and now he's just banging on me. So can like, you, laying, like can a you tell man? me uh, how you really feel about it? <laughs> I'm pissed. I was thinking about it the other day. Like it, it had me. I, I hope Alfonso Ribeiro buys Derek Torres a fucking Winnebago, a fully loaded tour bus, because all we did is just let him go. All we did while the rest of us just sat around trying to get out of the way of Derek Torres. God damn it. It's horrible Man. driving. The fuck? What a time. So, you guys, be careful at Long Beach Obviously. on that turn. What, be careful. what do you do when someone dives in? That's bullshit. Well, right? I mean, we're, I don't know, we're pretty respectful. I haven't had anyone lunge me there, but I've, I've seen it happen. I don't think we have before. the turning radius to pull it off. Yeah, that's the problem. If, if one of our cars like tries to send it in there, you don't come out the other end because the steering wheel doesn't go that far. So, you just, if you try to enter that corner from the right side, yeah. That's okay. You're done. Like that's yeah, it. You go straight. You, you go, go straight. straight. That's not yeah. a thing. Yeah. And, my car and was don't take facing. With you. Well, you would. Yeah. 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 You understand if that if if Shoreline was a a T, my car would have been the top, just facing. <laughs> I, I was actually facing more toward the left than to the right at a certain point, trying to get out of her way. Did you way. scrape the wall there, or no? Did you just miss it? God, I, I think the you got second time I did it, I was like, yeah. look, my car is not even facing the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are we going to go down the straightaway? What room? I mean, what kind of horrible driving is this? And Max Pappas is like laughing his ass off. Why didn't back you there. turn more? <laughs> I don't want to be spun out. I want to be taken oh, out of this, the three race. wide. This is the rest of it. Yeah, wow. chaotic. So where well, did you? Of course, end up, it's chaotic. Where did you end up finishing? <laughs> fourth. Oh, oh man, Jeez. that's not bad. Wonder. Yeah, yeah, but nobody cares about fourth. Nobody cares about. Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, you know it's just like, off the podium. It's off the podium. Yeah. You're just sitting with everybody else. You don't get the cocktail girls you know? and champagne. No. no. Now, join the rest of the losers yeah. in the crowd. Like, everybody else comes over like, I need the first three people to follow me. Everybody else have a nice day. Right. And yeah. you're... No, but I've been there a lot, so don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I... I yeah. All right. Let me tell you about Amazon Automotive. I'll put myself in a better mood. That was one. Do you have the other... Uh, the, the lap right after that, or right before... I, it happened to me two... It was two consecutive laps. Yeah, that w- that one was the worst offense because I remember I was taking photos of you at the other end, <laughs> and I had to like step back. I thought I was gonna, you were just gonna go right through the fence and into me. <laughs> <laughs> well, pardon me for not wanting to take us both out of the race by staying on the goddamn racing line, right? Yeah, this we like Chris. The smart don't, man. don't take yeah. him out. I like Dara too. I just wish wish she'd drive a little more respectively. That's all. A little more respect. More respect. I, I, this is what we talked about the first half of the show was you know, these guys are friends, but on the track, what does it do? Like Dara's a sweetheart, but on the track, mortal enemy. Well, here no, here's what I've learned from from being a boxing coach in a past life, which is some people can be however they are outside of the ring or off the track or whatever. And then once the switch gets thrown, it's like the switch gets thrown. Like they're almost like blackout drunks. Like yeah. they don't even know. They wake up in a hospital bed chained to a hospital <laughs> bed with a cop saying that they have no idea what happened. It's like the, the switch gets thrown. It's, it's Stallone putting his hat on backwards and over the top. When he's That's like, right. It's the switch. It's exactly. <laughs> the switch and then he's arm wrestling for... It's exactly, it's exactly that. The like they mist. can't, they cannot <laughs> yeah. stop themselves. Like if you get in the boxing ring and they go just spar, they can't. They'll throw that haymaker every time. <laughs> yeah. Like they can't stop. Don't you it. love that though? I, I love <laughs> seeing stuff like that. Like <laughs> it's great.
it's great for the spectators. Yeah. It's not great when you're <laughs> in second place and you're trying to a stay victim, with somebody yeah. Yeah. and you're being you're coming to a stop at the at the hairpin and you get to the end. All I, I remember like multiple conversations about here's how you hit shoreline. I mean, you guys have some speed and some horsepower, but even for you guys, but in these little pea shooters, you got to get around that hairpin and get out of it to get a launch down shoreline. Otherwise you're just not going to be carrying any speed when you get, when you get to the end. So that was like a lot. I probably jinx myself by thinking about that too much, but practically coming to a stop at the end of, you know, at the hairpin is not a way to get down shoreline. Well, no, you're in fourth. No. And thank God. <laughs> but you know, you have those slouches like Max uh, Pappas and, uh Oh, Al Unser Jr. Yeah. And a Rod Millen behind you. So those guys have so little wheel time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they're, they're novices. They don't know when to pass. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are laughing their ass off going, what are you two Unser. doing up here? Butcher Box, the best. Please treat yourself in 2020 to some Butcher Box. It's just one more thing you don't have to think about, man. I love me some Butcher Box. Everything. The bacon is great. The ground beef is fantastic. The chicken is great. The salmon is great. It's all there. It's all good. Even the pork chops are like the old school pork chops like you remember from your childhood, not the weird dry white ones that you were eating in the 90s. High quality meat sent right to my home. No antibiotics, no hormones. Uh, each one comes with between 9 and 11 pounds of uh, meat. Enough for 24 individual meals. You just, you won't be without anymore that's that's the thing you'll never have that thing where you have to go make a run or the store's not open or what are we going to do or a couple friends came over and want to barbecue something up or some steaks it's just there they got an offer they got two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon free plus a twenty dollar uh twenty bucks off your first box go to butcherbox.com slash carcast or enter the promo code carcast to check out get this deal and you'll never go back You'll be you'll be uh, done with your protein. Butcherbox.com slash carcast and uh, get the uh, two packs of bacon and the two pounds of ground beef free and 20 bucks off. All right, uh, Chris, do we have any questions that folks are posing? You know, talking about those guys in that race, Unser, and I think it was Vassar. I think Vassar was Jimmy in the race. Yes, he was in the race with Vassar. you as well, and, and you were talking to him, and he's like, yeah, when you get into this turn, there's, I don't know, there's like cones or there's lines on the wall, and he's like, when you see that line, then you start breaking. Mm-hmm. And then I think you tried it in one of the practice laps. You're like, I totally missed that turn. I saw the fourth line. He goes, <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. That fourth line is way too late. <laughs> it's like, if you hit that light, it's way... <laughs> no, he was like... <laughs> he's like, it's way... Vassar's... Way yeah. Late. Well, Vassar's a funny guy, but Vassar's a fast guy. Oh, yeah. He is the fastest in one of those scions around that track. And and the reason I know is because I did a race with him a few years ago, and he was faster than, I think, uh, Tanner Faust was in that race, mm-hmm. Steve Millen was in that race, and he was faster than both of them. And, of course, Tanner's a very fast guy, and so is oh, yeah. Steve. And then I ran into... Um, who are we talking to? Oh, we're talking to um, little. Who's our favorite? Um, I just blanking out on uh, the guy who won it the year I won the pros. It was uh, Rut. Rutledge. Oh, Rutledge oh. Wood. Rutledge yeah. Wood. And, was, and he said to me, um, "Oh no, no, baby Al, little Al, 
Al Unser Jr., he's the fastest around this track because yeah. he did it when he did his race, and then I had uh, uh, I had uh, Vassar. And I said, no, nah, I think Vassar's faster. And he said, no, 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 believe you me. <laughs> this is like one of those things like everyone thinks they're – Dad's dick is the biggest, you know. So is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> wow. Out here in LA, it is. okay. So we, uh, but then they both showed up for the All Star race, and uh, Vassar was on the pole. Vassar was on the pole. So the guy announced in that race that you did. no, but Vassar told me. So I knew he was the fastest guy around the track. So I was like, at the end of Shoreline. I start breaking like on the first or second cone or something like that. And he's like, what? No, you'd go down to the, go down to the last one. (laughs) Go down to the hundred foot mark. I'm I'm breaking at 500. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. no. You're way, way too early. Okay. So I went out and practiced, start breaking it like the, probably the 200. Yeah. Flat spotted the tire, like just (laughs) Just locked up, smokes coming out. Got a flat spot. They had a shortage of tires, remember? They yes, were like, yeah. all right, you got to drive that car now with the flat spotted They had tire. like another set, but they need it for race day. They're, they can't just go and get <laughs> then new I was tires. like, hey, Jimmy, I broke at like 200. It was, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was way off. I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> go he back was quoting the IndyCar brake marker. Right. That's about it. When they did the race and Alonso was in there, the announcer guy during the race goes, there's Alonso Jr., little Al. The guy goes, not so little anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right, wait, do we have the second time I was thrown off the <laughs> off the racing line for the for Christ's sake? Oh, the fountain! Oh, the fountain! Oh, that's that's the second one. Oh, that's the first one. No, that was the second one. Same thing. The exact, <laughs> the same, same, move. exact same move. Two laps in a row. It worked the first time. <laughs> that's why Max <laughs> Pappas is next to me going down the straightaway. <laughs> Or or baby Al or little Al little or whatever. Or one of them. Baby Ugh. Al. Jesus Christ. I gotta say though, considering that your exit wasn't that bad. Well, I tried like, to salvage what I could. You know, yeah. got a few few. You gotta do in. what you can. Yeah, yeah. that's a fun race, man. It's got it looks. Oh it always looks great. God, they got We watch it. Like I genuinely watch that because it's like that's a fun one to watch, yeah, yeah, right? It's yeah. a fun one to watch. It's My dad did it like. 20 years ago. And, and actually, I want to talk about your dad because your dad has uh, quite a bit of racing as well. And you said he did Le Mans, right? <laughs> yeah, Le yeah. Mans, Sebring. Yeah. All right. First, let me tell you guys about Geico. Well, everybody's got a to-do list. You know, you're dropping off your dry cleaning. You're picking up some milk. And now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that <laughs> list. And you don't need to, to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you need some extra money in your par- pocket, you want to get tickets to uh, to the start of Indy, you want to get some car parts, you want the extra money, well, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Go to Geico.com. What did your dad drive at uh, Le Mans? Uh, he drove the Jag, the Silk Cut Jag. Oh, with yeah. the weird rear fender Yeah, it was like the, like the entire body was like one yeah, sort of they had the, piece. Yeah, they had the... Um, the purple and white. There it is, yeah. Silk cut Jag. Those were very, I don't know what those were, GTP or something? Yeah, it was a, it was a GTP category back in the day. And he, he drove the 22, but he'll, I'll always remember a story he told because he was doing, they did 253 miles an hour at night and 249 in the day. So they went faster at night. Air was it, thinner, huh? Well, you can't yeah. see the trees. You don't feel afraid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he, lo- he looked over at one point going down the straight and the, the cockpit was full of fuel. 
And wow. so they had a fuel leak, and he's, if he would have hit the brake and had one spark, the thing would have gone up like a bomb. Wow. And they were le- they were leading Le Mans with like three hours to go, and the, <laughs> the thing was. Basically it would have been a bomb. early nineties. Uh, that was probably late eighties. I think it was like because he did he did Sebring for Nissan uh, G- the GTP program uh, in like ninety ninety one. He won both those years, and then just before that, he's with Jags. So I want to say like eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine ish. Uh, those GT, I, they're up on a banner somewhere at my shop. I think those, I Nissan saw a suit out here. GTP is that, is there, a, is that a Nissan GTP suit or which one is that? Yeah. Well, oh, uh, which one's, which one's right, hanging so over here. That yeah. suit came with the Z car with, um, with the 90, what is it? Our 94 Z car. Okay. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's. I tried God. to read the name on it, but I couldn't quite see it. It, just, it looks because my go, dad's got one. So go uh, go make make it out. Yeah, it was like a team Nissan's. So um, Clayton Cunningham built these Z cars. There were Millen drove one, and mm-hmm. uh, Johnny O'Connell drove one, and John uh, Morton. John Morton drove one, or they drove the same one, or the yeah. one 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 of them uh, won Le Mans in its in its in its class. Um, one, uh, Daytona, I think, I think the one Millen has one Daytona and one Lamar and didn't win Sebring. I'm not okay. sure. I have the one that won Sebring outright. What year? Uh, 94. 94. Oh, okay. Right. That was just a little bit after. My and your dad was driving the GTP, which was sort of, oh, it's Johnny O'Connell's suit. Oh, okay. Right on. Oh, yeah. Uh, send him a tweet. Tell him I'll sell it back to him. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> tell him it doesn't fit me, and there's no real name recognition. So <laughs> six grand, and uh, it's all his. Yeah, that's uh, funny. Or, or I'll just put it up on eBay, and he's free to bid. <laughs> tell him he's free to bid. Yeah, <laughs> I like when people tell you yeah. you can bid. You're free to bid. You can just bid <laughs> yeah. on it. Okay. I'm selling what's in the storage locker. Yeah. You can bid. Well, it's like bid. those uh, those whiskey auctions where you have the right to go and bid on whiskey. Yeah. They have whiskey auctions? Wow. Wow. That's a I thing, thought it was man. called a Trader Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> we, need to, we need to auction It's a Dollar Tree, actually. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a Dollar I, Tree? Do you guys feel... The whiskey's called whiskey. We're, we're off. <laughs> it's in a plastic bottle. Yes, with a white and black label. It's got like a flexi bottle. <laughs> Squeeze bottle. Uh, sport top. <laughs> <laughs> so you can jog with it. <laughs> I don't want to be judged at the gym. Yeah. Um, the... I feel, do you guys feel like what's in those storage when they auction off the storage facilities? I feel it's illegal not to let people know what's in those things. I don't, what part of life works that way? It shouldn't that be illegal? Oh, like the, the storage wars, TV yeah, shows? Yeah, like they go, well, no, we can't tell you what's in this thing. Yeah. And you just go ahead and bid at whatever you think. You and open it's like, the door and you got a few seconds to just make an offer. I'd like to know. Like, I, Why well, is that legal? Why here's is it thing. legal? What if inside the storage, like, container with super illegal stuff and then you were yeah, the owner of contraband it. oh yeah are you on the line for that i don't think you have to take delivery oh. remember when <laughs> i think you could deny delivery got it. Yeah. somebody got of your pound of famously right. yeah. somebody i think paris hilton let hers lapse and they auctioned it off and then somebody found like a, a barrel of herpes medicine or something oh, boy. a <laughs> barrel do they come in barrels <laughs> well, you, been, you just put your whole body in it you just, it's a dip yeah, it's, it's a dip like a parts dip it could have been a five gallon bucket <laughs> no you gotta look that up chris but i swear oh. they, yeah look she, up barrel of paris hilton herpes medicine no she had let's not make fun of the young lady what i'm saying she just is got this. engaged she just so got engaged oh, good yeah. for him what i'm saying yeah, is you can only catch it twice she yeah. let her thing lapse 
they auctioned it off. I think somebody found out it was hers or whatever, oh, or they knew before, and they found some things in there that uh, you know, uh, of a personal nature. Oh, yeah, that's all. I'm okay, saying. Huh. you can uh, you can look that up. All right, Chris, do we have a question? For us, or should we just talk some more uh, GTP <laughs> Nissan stuff? Those I mean, cars I are talking dude. about that too. I also have a uh, listener question. Uh, this well, is... hold it for one second. Right. Th- those cars are making a uh, having a renaissance. We saw really. I think we saw one down at uh, Amelia Island this last year, right? That was the first race yeah. car I was ever pictured in, 1992. I was I was born in 91 in December, and then uh, my dad retired in 92 after Sebring. But I have like I'm in the cockpit in his arms, a little GTP. See, that was the first race car I was ever in. Right Those there. cars, oh. you know, red, white, and blue, very iconic, and did a lot of winning. Yeah. Um, and uh, so right. did there, so you did were the, the judge of that class, well. weren't you? A judge of a, the Japanese race car class yeah. at Amelia Island? Yeah, That's I was right. yeah. of that class. Here's yeah. how judging works. Hey, Tommy Kendall, what do you think? I like this car. Great, let's go with that. You want a beer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting a beer. I love Tommy. <laughs> yeah. What a good guy. That's how judging works yeah. over at Amelia. <laughs> yeah, you just stand next to Tommy Kendall and ask yeah. him how he's voting. Yeah, and oh, and, go, put and, me down for that too. Yeah, Do you want a beer or not? Peter Brock was one of the other judges. So when it comes to like design or aerodynamics, you just I just stood right between those two guys. Like, what, what do you think, Pete? What do you think, TK? Like, design works, fun- wings functional. Tommy's like, it has a lot of race history. Like, let's drink. Yeah. That, <laughs> let's that, that. Those cars, in a, in a weird way, I, uh, not even a weird way, but just in, in a way more complicated than a, a modern car. Just like, I think if you looked at a you know, a MiG-22 from the Soviet Union from 1969, it would be more complicated than a new jet would be because computers have, like, taken over everything. I mean, when you get up on those cars, when you put your head in one of those cars, you're like, oh, my God, because everything's a big box and wires everywhere. I mean, it's insane that they got those things to run for endurance races. Yeah, for long distances, and, and and they were going so fast. Like, they were just... It was unbelievable the the speed. They don't even do that speed today. I mean, barely the Porsche nine nineteens no. and stuff. I mean, it's Actually, incredible. Bringing up the speed on the Indy cars for today, what what engines are they running and how much horsepower are they making? Is there a change in arrow for this coming season? Oh, there are a bunch of uh, Paris Hilton diaries. <laughs> there are eighteen diaries that recount sexual dalliances with celebrity <laughs> and celebrity encounters. And that's the kind of stuff of- you write down and put in your storage facility. Obviously. Right. Yeah, he right. got it all for uh, $2,775 and then said, believed that he would be able to sell them for about $5 million. And then after further review, believed that the bidding could start at $20 million, But he said huh. he'd offer Paris a discount. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's welcome to bid. Yeah, she's welcome, she's to, welcome bid. to bid. <laughs> all right, sorry. Speeds. So, yeah, um, entering turn one at Indianapolis, I mean, you'll you'll hit kind of 240 I'd say, yeah. um, and the average speed in qualifying is two thirty one. Wow, so um, fast! But yeah, I mean, it's a twin turbo V six. It's it's been the same kind of engine that they've had for oh, I don't know, six seven. Who's years? making the engine? Honda and Chevrolet. Honda and Chevy. Yeah. And to this year, twenty eighteen is the first year actually in in quite a while where we're going back to a spec aero kit. Um, so for the past four years, Honda and Chevy have each had their own aerodynamic package, mm-hmm. um, but now it's all being made by. Delara, which is the, the car manufacturer. So everyone's going to be driving the same chassis, same arrow. Correct. Same uh, tire. Same so tire. Just, just one, of, one of the two engines. Correct. Yeah. Now, there was, no, there was issues with Honda engines last year? So last year, yeah. We, we uh, well, from they 2015 and 2016, yeah. we had a pretty big power deficit. Um, 
and so they they worked relentlessly. And coming out of the box in seventeen, we we had some pretty big upgrades. They had some serious power. Why is it that you have you know everyone's always sort of looking for parity in racing. You know, right. if someone's winning too much, they'll add yeah. some weight to the car. Or say you got to turn down the boost or whatever it is. You got the same chassis, you got the same aero package, they got the same everything. Why not one engine and then it's complete and utter parity? It seems weird just to have the two manufacturers or alternate each year or whatever because, it is. Because, you know, IndyCar still wants to be on the cutting edge of development, and, and yeah. that's how they stay relevant. Formula One, for uh-huh. example, is, is truly a manufacturer's championship, but IndyCar wants to have some of that as well. Yeah. And we see it with NASCAR, right? You have different manufacturers in NASCAR, but it's the same car. And so this is a way for manufacturers to show showcase their equipment and their R&D and, and what they can produce in terms of an engine while still having equality among teams, so as which long, is a good... Yeah, you're, as long as they're... If there's one player, then we end up like the Soviet Union. we got to have exactly. Chevy and Honda, <laughs> yeah. and they have to constantly be nipping at each other's heels yeah. to try to improve and, and ring out that much more horsepower and reliability. Yeah. I mean, we're or even trying to get a third manufacturer, too, because, yeah. I mean, then it just yeah. then that could even provide more cars for the series. Because right now, since having only two manufacturers, there's only a certain amount of engine leases that are available because, you know, you can only produce so many engines, you know, especially if you're constantly upgrading them. So, you know, if there's a third manufacturer, then you could possibly even add more teams and cars because they want to get behind certain people, which the, would be cool. The rules, is it... Uh, uh, displacement is one of the rules. Oh, yeah. uh, the other one is uh, like intake inlet. Oh, every, everything is is spec. Yeah, right. In terms of the regulations, what is open amongst manufacturers is more in the software. I mean, there is some hardware stuff you can do, but it's it's limited. You're not changing not a lot of architecture. Size. And yeah, they have to get it improved or approved as well. Like if the, if the engines are going to be upgraded, all right. Well, hey, this is the only area that you can upgrade, and so they just try and push. Those so like small areas. like in seventeen, um, Honda found a lot of advantages in like kind of spark advance and alternators. Uh-huh. It's not like right. they were completely redoing the head or the bottom yeah. end, right? The um, 240 miles an hour is yeah. absolutely breathtaking uh, on a on a closed circuit that way. Well, you guys and should I try. Don't, I don't it, think Le Mans, now that they put the chicane in the Molson straight, I, I don't think they're getting past 220 or 215 yeah. or something. I, I'd like – I'd be kind of curious. Hey, Max Banner, what's the top speed at Le Mans as of last year? I bet it's like 248. 248? No, but with the, with the chicane? Yeah. I don't think so. Because I, th- I thought they put that chicane in there to s- no. bring it down. I mean, they do have like a 1,000 horsepower, so that, that is a lot. But I, and I don't DRS know. And DRS. Yeah, I'm not sure. I well, don't know Chris, if it's that big. All right, we got Chris 248 here. With, I'm, uh, going, I'm going <laughs> lower than 248. <laughs> I'm, I'm going 225. 225. Well, Matt, I, I, like, hold on. <laughs> Matt. Because even uh, F1 in Mexico City is getting to like mid-230s. Really? Yeah. yeah. F1? It, because DRS, the altitude yeah. is so high. Oh. All right, yeah, 233. Um, I'm going to go to... Oh, <laughs> I'm swimming now. <laughs> 237. 253. 253. No. Oh, man. That chicane really? did not slow them yeah. down. They're really that fast. That much. That is really yeah. fast. They did that in the 90s, so I guess yeah. they can do it now. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, my God. I think Sam Posey told me that his Ferrari 512 in like 1970 
two was doing like two forty eight down well, that whole side. Yeah. Right. And the I mean, can-am, the wood can yeah. cars were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. They're like fourteen hundred horsepower with like no brakes on and like nothing, bias nothing. ply tires. Yeah. And it's a fourteen hundred horsepower skateboard, man. Yeah. You just no, I mean, you look out. at you look at the brakes. You just look at the disc. They're not even vented. No. no. They may be cross-drilled, but there's just one thin <laughs> half-inch piece of steel. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not even – there's so much single piston caliper in front. Like, just nothing in the brake department. <laughs> and and who – were we talking to Parnelli Jones about the turbine car? Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the tur- yeah, we talked to him about the turbine car. That's yeah, and he said there was a oh, whole, nother, whole nother issue because he was here with his son, PJ. Wait, we either – we either talked to Parnelli oh, and or Parnelli and Jones Granitelli. or Granatelli. Yeah, oh, yeah. Both of them. But I think I think Parnelli was talking about driving it and braking and everything was completely different. Like it just he would go fast because he wasn't allowed to use his brakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that thing wouldn't shut off. It would just it would just go. You know, yeah, it's a crazy, that was a wild era. It was, it was a yeah, wild sure. era. <laughs> yeah. God bless those guys <laughs> for working it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. What else do, do we have? You got a question from the uh, audience oh, uh, yeah. over there? And uh, if anybody would like to write in a question, Adam and Matt, uh, go to carcastshow.com, click the contact page, and let us know what you what you want to know. <laughs> uh, so this is Kyle. He writes from Nebraska. He's 26. Hey, guys. Regarding the Newman Porsche 935, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you had or ever will consider converting delivery back to the white and rainbow Apple computer sponsored configuration. I just thought then since it was the only race car sponsored by Apple computers, and since they're slightly more prominent uh, than Hawaiian Tropic these days, it could potentially have implications on the valuation of the car. Do you agree with this? Is reverting livery even something people do? Let me know your thoughts, Kyle. But this is a good question because we've had a million conversations about it. And <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to Matt more about this than I've talked about my kids to my wife because <laughs> like, I prioritize. Yeah. You yeah. know, the kids will land on their yeah. feet, but what about the car? <laughs> Who's going to look out for the car? Yeah. What about the future of the car? Well, the kids are going to get that goddamn thing one day, so <laughs> might as well figure out. Isn't that, Apple, is that Apple livery? That's the one Bob Rahal drove? Yeah. yeah. Bob. Yeah. 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 The same car. Yeah. Same okay. car, just different livery. I'll probably just go off the uh, Snake River Canyon Thelma and Louise style before I hand <laughs> yeah, that thing over to those snot-nosed kids. <laughs> they won't even drive a stick. Uh, it's bumpy inside, Daddy. Yeah, it's loud. It's so loud. It's so loud, it's hot. Where are we going to put our comfort dog? <laughs> we got a comfort pet. <laughs> we got our therapy pet. Yeah. Kids, um, kids these days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a fiberglass allergy. Is this a gluten-free car? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody was eating peanuts in here. What year was this painted? I can smell the solvents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, everyone's welcome to their opinion, and then uh, I will will tell you mine. Uh, I have a Paul Newman-centric collection. So for me... If you removed Paul Newman completely from the equation, there's a there's a greater chance of going over to the Apple livery. But the fact that the car the the biggest race is Le Mans. Yeah. I mean, pardon pardon me, indie guys, but what I'm saying for <laughs> terms of a car's value, the holy grail is anything that won at Le Mans from the fifties and sixties, you know, any Ferrari uh, Jaguar, Asimart, anything that won at Le Mans in the 60s or the 50s or the 70s is worth cajillions of dollars. So Le Mans kind of 
what you want to try to stay connected to. I, I the, think the car is most valuable in its Lamar Paul Newman livery. That is true. But that being said, the the K the K body on it, the Kremer body on it, uh, and the Apple livery is awesome looking on that car, and it would be one of a kind and a, completely a showstopper right. wherever you went. And for that reason, Matt and I have been talking about doing a recreation and having a, a tribute car or clone car that I've decided would be okay for me to campaign at every major event. <laughs> because you own the because real I car. Because I own the real car. Right? There's got to be nice. some credit given, right? Like, yeah. and there's the, other clone cars out there, but they don't own the real car. And we mm-hmm. also have probably might be able to summon a body part or two in my vast catalog of extras that came with the car. <laughs> yeah. So we could actually say that part of Houdini's yeah, original one nose, this, original wing or something like that. Something. There's a wing back there that could pass for the K-wing uh, yeah. and may may have been. It's, it's, it's hard to tell with all. But yes, Bobby Rahal drove it that way. And it ran at Le Mans in its Apple livery, but it it, it broke or something, something like that. Right. I don't know. You what know do you guys funny? think? Graham Rahal, actually, I yeah. just saw this recently. He did you guys see? He got his dad like a classical bicycle that was painted like that Porsche. It's actually oh, I really didn't see cool. That. Yeah, it's yeah. Painted like like the Apple. Yeah, it's like the Apple livery with Apple on it, and it's like it looks almost exactly like the car. And I was like, that's actually a really creative gift that's idea. That's a good like, creative. Yeah. He's a good boy. Graham yeah. is in our Newman film. Oh yeah, oh he yeah. Was, he was in the new yeah. documentary, and also it ran with a cool livery, and it won Daytona outright with Brian Redman. That's oh, wow. and Bobby blue. Ray Hall driving it. It's a blue, blue with dark, yellow dark blue, and red, or whatever. Very cool. So the the question is is doing the clones, and then the problem with the clone is a clone of that car, like a real. 935 clone. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. We're looking at the bicycle. Oh, the yeah. bicycle's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's a cool. It's got motorized and everything. Yeah. That's a good that's a good guy. But um the clone is, you know, 3 400,000 bucks yeah. to make. Like if you're talking about making a real 935 clone to race. It's a $100,000 engine in that thing. Like you can't just get a small block GM <laughs> crate engine and No, and you're not going to just go buy a Porsche and wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> just go buy like a brand new 911 and wrap it. Yeah, but it would be. I, I I totally agree. It'd be awesome to see that car out. It'd be awesome to see that car at uh, Monterey Historics or or, or it'd Rensport be great to photograph the two together. The real car in the Hawaiian Tropic right. livery so with the Apple to claw. the yeah. to the nerd. I mean to the fan who's asking the question. <laughs> Um, I think the consensus is it should be in the Hawaiian Tropic livery, but I respect the question, and, and we shall be working on it. And and I think we, we should build a really, really nice, faithful recreation and clone. The, the only caveat to that is if Apple wants to send money, then done. <laughs> then done. Like, we'll just switch it over. Easy. Yeah. For, you know, yeah, we can be bought, some, Apple. Yeah. 
That's, like, I just want to make sure that you knew. For like three to five million. Like we can. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just yeah. to change it. We're not Obviously. giving a just car. Just to change it. We'll <laughs> keep the car. We'll keep the car. <laughs> All right. Castro Ledge, stronger under pressure. Engines can lose up to uh, 10% of performance due to friction. Castro Ledge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure to keep the metal parts from rubbing and robbing. Three times. Crazy. <laughs> Stronger <laughs> than leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown. It is Castrol. Castrol Edge, baby. Get that Edge formula out there and take care of your automobile. All right, guys. Let's see. What can we plug for you? Alexander Rossi. Uh, oh, this photo. Oh, hey, wait a minute. That's Oh, that's at Indy? That's you, yeah. That's me at Indy. That's us at Indy. I'm looking at a picture of us at Indy. Jesus, yeah. you guys going on a date? Oh, yeah, it was right before the race. He was wow. my date to the event. We, were, we both uh, wore suits. We, we were, uh, <laughs> wore driving suits. I had a, a grueling half a lap with Mario yeah. Andretti oh, sitting in, in front of me. in the tandem car? In the tandem car where, like, the turbo wasn't working right yeah. or something. Like, Mario was oh, getting pissed. Was oh, he just, man. like, laughing and eating spaghetti and meatballs? Be like, ah! No, no he wants to push. Like, he's always competitive he's driving that two-seater and he's still on he was he was pissed yeah and i was like this uh, car's slow i was like the most part of life that i'm like most interested in is like the part where you show up and you get down to the track and they're like what size helmet do you wear and i'm like i don't know and they're like oh well, maybe we have one that fits. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> or you could have sent an email last week and yeah. I could have provided you I with information. I my own, yeah. <laughs> we did a Trans Am race last year and they got there and the team owner's like, you got a radio in your helmet? I'm like, no. And he's like, you don't? I'm like, no. Still don't. Oh. Well, you need a radio in your house. Like, you put it in an email yeah. and let us know a couple of days before. Yeah. We could probably procure <laughs> yeah. a radio for my helmet. But Bet you can get that on Amazon. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Way to do it, man. AlexanderRossi.com is uh, where you go. And uh, ConnorDaily.net, is that, yep. is that true? I guess, yeah. That'll, that'll, guess. that'll, work, uh, yeah. that'll work as well. Uh, anything else? We'll be, oh, The Amazing Race, of course. New episodes every Wednesday, 8 p.m. on CBS. And uh, we will always be watching that because it's such a fantastic show. And... Uh, <laughs> You can go to adamcarolla.com, find out me doing live shows or Corolla drinks or any of that kind of stuff. And uh, what about you, Matt? What do you uh, What do you got? You know, we're shift doing, uh, doing Shift and Steer, so uh, check out that podcast on the Podcast One app and Adam Carolla app. And uh, follow me on my all, my all my social media. It's all at Motorator. So until next time, it's Adam for Alexander, Connor, and Matt saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.